1: Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Lauren Richmond Senior again. We want to welcome you to our podcast, and we're talking about the Book of James. We were talking last week about the tongue. We're going to continue on it this week. uh, Get into a little bit more of Chapter Three and continue what we started last week. We might ask the question: Who are we? Are we people of character, or are we poor characters? James, Chapter One, verses six through eight. James 1, 6-8, but says, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And I want to take that right up to the uh, verses 8-12 through uh, 12 as of, of chapter 3 as we're talking about the tongue. The Bible says, "But the tongue can no man tame; it is none really evil, full of deadly poison." Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we man, which are made after the similitude of God. There are certain people you can listen to, and they can wax eloquent about their faith, and then the next moment turn around and say some things that are pretty, uh, pretty disgusting, and off-color, and all of that. And you know what? There's no place for that. And the question that becomes, you know, who who are you really? Are you the person that talks out of the one side of the mouth that says some things that are displeasing to God, that are, uh, you know, is that the attitude that you have? Is that who you really are? Or are you a Christian that just slipped up? We don't need to continually do things willfully, sin. We need to ask God to help us if we're struggling in those areas to make it right, get to help whatever's going on in your life that you're setting a a godly example. The Bible says, uh, Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after similitude of God. There's no excuse for saying things that are not pleasing to God that uh, impact lives the way that these our words can. The Bible says, Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and curse, and my brethren, these things ought not so to be. Okay, there needs to be a difference. People need to know who you are, and it ought to be recognized in the speech. The Bible says we are ambassadors for Christ's sake, and we're telling people, be reconciled to God. But if they don't know who we are, they're certainly not going to know about the God that we serve. So how important that is, that our speech is pleasing, that it brings honor and glory to God. We shouldn't be ashamed of who we are. As Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. But it can't be the power of God and the salvation if it's not recognized, if people don't know if it's real or not. And the only way they're going to know that is the way that is dependent upon the way that we walk and we talk. And the Bible talks about a fountain sending forth at the same place Sweet water and bitter, if you're going to go to a drinking fountain, of course, that's sort of a no-no these days because of the COVID and not being able to use the public drinking fountains. But when people could, uh, you wanted something that was nice and cold, and uh, you knew it was good old water when you got to taste it. If it wasn't that, you didn't want it. And uh, you would hate it if you went to get a drink of water and something horrible, ugly, and brown came out and it didn't even taste like good water. You'd certainly want to stay away from that. But uh, what about the fig tree? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? either vine figs, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh? Something to think about, isn't it? What kind of water are we wanting to take? What kind of plan? What kind of fruit are we trying to produce? The Bible says we are to reproduce uh, other believers as a son of son of God, a child of the King, and we need to certainly do that. Uh, is our light shining uh, as the Bible says? Uh, For the Lord, let your light so shine among men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Uh, can people really tell who we are and who we belong to? So that's a little bit to think about when we think about uh, the tongue and how we can do those things that are right as an ambassador. And then, of course, uh, what goes along with our tongue is what kind of wisdom do we have? What kind of people are we? The Bible says, "'Who is a wise man and a dude with knowledge among you? Let him show out of his a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom.'" But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without p- hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. So, uh... The Bible goes on to talk talk about our Christian life, and certainly Paul had had something to say about it. in uh, First Corinthians, when he was talking about uh, the wisdom that uh, we ought to have as a child of God, the wisdom of the the preaching of the cross, and I want to read that just a minute. First Corinthians chapter one and verse 18, Paul had this say. This to say, for the preaching of the cross is of them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved is the power of God. But first of all, the verse just before that, it says, for Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. You know, some people can wax very eloquent in their speech, and yet they don't have anything pleasing to say. They might be able to wrap you up in their words they might be able to impress others have you ever seen one uh some person write out a prayer to pray it and it doesn't come from the heart it's just how eloquent and how well they can sound when they say it and certainly uh we we shouldn't have to i don't believe personally that we should have to Pray a scripted prayer. We should, uh and I, I've even seen some fundamentalists sometimes in some prayer meeting of some sort say, well, you know, why don't you lead off with this prayer? No, that's not what I'm going to do. That's not the thing that's important. And uh I don't want to uh lead someone in that type of speech. I need to do the right thing to please the Lord. And so not something along that light. So is our light shining for the Lord? Uh, the Bible says, the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. Some people don't want to say it, but we need to share it just the same. But to us which are saved, it's the power of God. So uh, we need to let people know, hey, that what we've got to say, you might not like what it sounds like, but it's, it's important for people to come to a saving faith for, to put their... trust in the Lord Jesus Christ the Bible says uh, we speak wisdom among them that are not that are perfect yet not the wisdom of this world nor of the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory that's the kind of speech that we ought to have the Bible says the question is asked where is the wise where is the scribe Where is the dispute of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them but believe. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified under the Jews a stumbling block and under the Greeks foolishness. So you say, what what has that got to do with our speech? Well, that's something that we ought to be willing to share. That's something that we shouldn't be ashamed of. That's something that people need to know who we are and what we stand for. And uh, never never be willing to give that up just to appease somebody or show some sort of compromise and say, well, you know, we can all just agree to get along and not worry about these things. No, if we're concerned about their lives, if we're concerned about their souls, we need to share the good news. And, uh, you know, the world... uh, has a whole lot of other doctrine to offer. And as we saw in the book of James, it talked about a doctrine that's sensual, it's devilish, it's confusion. And that's not that kind of doctrine that's pleasing to God. That's not the type of uh, life that we need to be living. And as a result of that, there's envying, there's strife, and there's every evil work. But rather than that, the Bible says, the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. You know, it's available to anyone, whosoever will may come. The Bible says, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved, for with a heart... Man believeth unto righteousness, and with a mouth confession is made unto salvation. It says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It says anybody can call on him. They need to be willing to ask him. They need to understand that he died for them. He was buried and rose again. We think about the thief on the cross, and he says, Father, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Some of the uh, most wicked people in the history of mankind— Oftentimes you talk about jailhouse religion, maybe that's a hard thing to understand, but the will of the Word of God says that their God is willing to forgive them, and if they come to the end of themselves and realize their need of a savior and they're willing to call upon him and ask him to save them, he will do just exactly that. So uh, God can cleanse your heart he can make you clean he can lift you up out of the miry clay he can set your feet upon a rock he can establish you're going and put a new song into your mouth even praise unto god it's something that's full of mercy and good fruits you know someone before they're saved they're just living that wicked life and then after they get saved all of a sudden god showed mercy on them you know they uh I, I'm so thankful that God showed mercy on me to save me, but I'm also thankful that he showed mercy on me by allowing me to go to the doctors before I went to this camp and would have done firm, further damage to my, to my toes. And uh, so just God's timing is always right and always what we need. But it's full of mercy and good fruits. It's without impartiality and without hypocrisy. You know, it's so easy to—people will claim that you—will call you hypocritical, and at times maybe we need to wear that because we might live like that. But uh, think about that. What is a hypocrite? It's uh, just—well— I think the way I would put that is someone would say, Well, you know, I'm not coming to Christ because there are too many hypocrites in the church. Well, there's too many hypocrites that go to the movie theaters, there are too many hypocrites that go to the liquor stores, there's too many hypocrites that go to the gym and of course people don't stop that from a lot people don't allow that to keep them from going to those particular places and yet the church that's wide open for that. And if you're a hypocrite in the church, I'm never gonna go there. But you're not going for me. You should be going for yourself. And But we as Christians need to make sure that we're not saying one thing and living another way. That's certainly very important in our speech. And the Bible says the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Just think how wonderful it is that God can use us to impact another life for his glory, cause other people to come to a saving knowledge of him, And that's sowing peace. that The Bible says in uh, Psalm 126, 5 and 6, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. So, oh, how important it is that we just uh, uh, water water our words with, with prayer and have compassion. That we might be able to make a difference in someone's life i trust that god will bless you this week as you serve the lord
0: thank you for listening to the eternity's viewpoint podcast with pastor lauren richmond senior